Welcome back, everybody, to Around the Fifth Line. The season kicks off tonight. We're very, very excited. So we've got this special episode for you. And we're going to do probably two episodes a month now going forward. We want to get everyone involved, bring on some more guests. We do have our returning champion tonight who happened to be a guest. So that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And the other thing that's very important, don't forget, you have a chance by Friday at the end of the day, we will pick a winner. You have a chance to win two tickets and two of the Star Wars Blue Jackets jerseys to the game. All you have to do is be subscribed to the YouTube channel and comment on this episode. It can be, maybe you didn't like someone. Maybe you didn't like Dave's answer because he's a Michigan fan. We understand. Maybe you want to talk trash about the Braves getting knocked out of the playoffs. That's also okay. But we just want something from you guys to know you watched the episode, that you're excited, and maybe just comment on some of the stuff that we talked about here about the Blue Jackets as well. So before we get started, let's go ahead and introduce the panel all the way from Charlotte, North Carolina, moved to Columbus. Is it Raleigh or Charlotte? We've got Christian Watkins, CJ Watkins. We've got Jason from Fire the Cannon. We've got Dave, the scoreboard guy. We've got Little Boomer, Boomer from B&B Roundtable. And of course, the one, the only, Sarah four underscores Kent leading the charge on Twitter slash X. Are you guys excited for the season? Yes. Yep. If anybody says hours. no, they're wrong. <laughs> 20, for our yeah, bar. 24 hours since from the recording, that's for sure. Boomer sure. Arbar is excited for you. This, this sure time tomorrow, are. you guys will be cross-eyed trying to find your seat, I'm sure. All right, guys, so let's go ahead and jump in to the first topic. We're going to get right into the episode this week. We want you to rate Pascal Vincent's takeover as head coach from 1 to 10. You know, a lot of stuff happened with the whole Babcock situation. We won't really get into that. I'm sure that's beating a dead horse at this point. But as far as Pascal Vincent taking over, rate it from 1 to 10 and kind of how you see how this has worked out. We will start with you, Christian. Uh, So I right now I'll give it a 6 out of 10. Uh, I don't really know exactly what to expect. He could turn out to be another Brad Larson, or he could turn out to be an absolute stud like Rod Brindamore with Carolina. He was an assistant coach for the longest time. Um, so far, everything looks good. I actually really like the idea of having Lightning as a number one center, and it seems that he's really uh, uh, brought that to everyone's uh, forefront there. So, so six out of ten for right now. But talk to me in a couple of days, Jason. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm going with a. Uh... High eight, low nine. Uh, Pascal Vincent has been around for a long time. He's been coaching for, you know, years and years. Um, I mean, he's AHL coach of the year. He's general manager of the year in the queue. Uh, he was a Q's coach of the year, I believe, at one point. Uh, he's been with Patrick Line since he was 18 years old. So he, he knows what's best for Patrick Line. And the guys sound really, really excited to play for him. So I'm really hoping that he just turns them loose and they just go out there and, uh, and, and score some goals. And Sarah, what about you? Uh, yeah, as a teacher and someone who knows how to give out grades, um, I'll give him a 7 out of 10, which is a 70%, which is a C, and that's about average. So um, like Christian said, it's, it's too early to tell right now, so I'm just, going, I'm just going with average so far. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna wait. it's a wait and see approach. I'll give him a seven and a half just to beat Sarah out a little bit. Um, he has the experience with Lion A. He worked with the guys last season. 
And watching the guys so far in the preseason, they seem to be playing tougher and more aggressive underneath under him. So I think it'll be good. And Boomer, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to be a little bit more pessimistic. I'm just going to start in the middle of a five because we ended up with him because it was too late to do anything else. And if he is the guy, why well, wasn't he the guy the last two times? We brought in Larson over him. We brought in Babcock over him. So they can tell all the stories they want to tell and make it seem like it's a perfect situation. But we're literally using what we were stuck with. Gotcha. I don't uh, disagree with many of your guys' assessments. It'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. Number two, topic number two, a lot of talk with the lineup that just got announced. And of course, we don't need to get into certain contract situations or why people in the AHL, that's just part of the business. That's how it works. But it seems the rumor mill is picking up. And by the time this episode comes out, it could have happened if it hasn't happened uh, by tonight. It looks like trade is about to happen to clear up some space, to clear up some cap room. Uh, not really sure what's going to happen, but what do you guys think? We will start with you, Jason. Who should the Blue Jackets trade and what should fans expect in return? Um, I mean, I'm expecting, I mean, according to the rumors, the, the rumor is that they're trying to, they're trying to trade a de- the defenseman. So uh, the names are Boquist, Bean, and, and Andrew Peak. I don't expect Beat to get traded. Uh, I would expect Bean, Jake Bean to get traded. What we get back for him, who knows? I mean, we gave up a second to get him. Uh, the man's played, I think, barely 100 games in the NHL, uh, and he still has massive potential. I think he could be a, 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 a huge offensive threat. Uh, he's proven it a few times um, since he's been on the ice. So I would expect it to be Jake Bean, and um, that's why he's playing tomorrow night as uh, like a showcase. Sarah, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I actually have Bean being traded as well, just someone to pick. I think he had one good year. It was in, what was that, 2020, the 2021 season. I think he had 25 points or so. Um, but, I mean, I I don't know. I just, to be honest, I think this is going to be a make or break year for him in terms of um, being traded. But I'm going to go with Bean as well. What do you think the Jackets should respect expect in return? I mean, to be honest, it, it'd probably just be money to get you know, to upgrade maybe at the center position or something like that. Boomer, what do you think? I think at this point, Jack Roslovic's the odd man out. He's the guy that's not getting the time in the preseason. He's not playing with the big boys. He's playing with the JV. Um, doesn't look like he's bound for here much longer. Return-wise, no matter which person they get rid of, everybody knows we've got too many bodies to fill the spots we've got. So the return is going to be less than expected. Expect like the Bjorkstrand trade. It's going to be the best of the worst deals. Gotcha. Dave, you're shaking your head over there. What do you think is going on and what should the fans expect? Yeah, I mean, I hate to just agree with him, but I think Boomer Boomer hit it right on the head. Um, you might end up seeing a deal with that includes uh, Roslevic and one of those D-men. But, um, you know, Jackets fans, don't be upset when all you see in return is is a draft pick or two. Christian, you're the last one to round this up. Uh, I know you always have your different takes. So what do you think? Uh, who do you think the Blue Jackets should trade and what should fans expect in return? So I, I, I think I, I mean, out of the three defensemen, that's, that's who's going to get traded as a defenseman. 
out of the three that are available, I don't think that Bean is going to go anywhere. I don't think he's that great. Boquist is too injury prone. I, I think Peak is the likely one to go. He has a decent, uh, decent uh, salary hit, uh, cap hit, uh, good contract. He's a good player. Uh, he's he was he stayed healthy for last season. Uh, in in exchange for probably picks more than anything, uh, the big thing is opening up a roster spot for one of the guys in Cleveland, Blankenberg, Yerichek, someone like that to come back up. So. Um, should be should be Bean, should be Boquist, but no one's going to take those contracts for them being so injury prone. Absolutely, I agree with you there. It's kind of interesting. I always wonder if Blankenberg's going to be on that list because I feel like the fans would riot. Sometimes they just they take these fan favorites and they don't really understand where they fit in the system. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Blue Jackets. But now we go into buy or sell. If you haven't watched the show before, buy or sell. We're just going to be quick uh, statements that we're going to make. And the panelists are going to choose whether they buy into that statement or they sell that statement. So this is going to be very fast. We've got four rounds of this, and then we go into our head-to-head. So first up with buy or sell, Patrick Laine has been moved to center. He's played the last couple of games there. There's a lot of fans divided on this. People think he shouldn't be there. Uh, if you look at the situation in Buffalo, it has worked out for them with Tage Thompson. So with Laine being excited and him being there, we're going to start with you, Boomer. I can see you're shaking your head. You're, you're <laughs> chomping at the bit here. Buy or sell, Line will be a successful top two line center all season. Buy, 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 buy. Buy this bad boy like it's GameStop, but this one ain't going to flame out. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's made the move. It's made him stay more into the game. He's playing defense, and the advanced analytics are flying off the page. This looks like a home run. Jason, your take. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to sell it. Uh, and... I'm, I'm a massive fan of this move. Absolutely massive. Uh, as Boomer said, the, the analytics are just off the chart. Um, but I don't know if it's going to sustain all season because um, I think as the season progresses and Adam Fantilli continues to grow and, put, and progress, I think he eventually takes over that number one spot. And so either line A moves to the wing, or I'm sorry, back to the wing, or down a line. But I don't think it'll be all season. I think he... Uh, um, I think he'll be off of that number one spot. Sarah, your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm going to definitely buy it. Uh, he totally lit it up during the preseason. I think that he had, what, eight eight points in five games. So um, it sounds like that's what they're – it sounds like that's what they're going with. Um, I mean, at first everyone was saying how it was just an experiment, but each day they're like, he's still practicing at center. So, um, yeah, I – he, I think he's going to be top two. Christian, have Full your season. take on this. Uh, I, I buy it. He, he's a big, he's, a, he's, he's huge. He's massive. People don't realize how big he is. The only, seeing the advanced stats, his defensive game has really improved uh, over these last couple uh, preseason games. The only thing that I'm concerned with is if he can take a hit, if he's more willing to, to engage uh, along the boards, maybe with his, uh, with his body. Um, but, but other than that, everything's been looking good. I was a big fan of the, tr- uh, the change uh, last season whenever they tried that experiment out, uh, and I'm glad to see that it's paid off in spades. So um, hopefully he sticks around as the number one C for uh, years to come. Dave, bring us home on this one. You know, I so badly want to buy this just because if it works, it's going to be great for the Jackets. But, you know, at the end of the day, everybody here knows how I feel about line A, so I'm going to sell it just because I don't, I don't think it'll pan out. Because you want him traded. 
we could get something good for him. All right, moving on. Number two, buy or sell. Dave, we're going to go right back to you with your negativity. Buy or sell, Elvis Merle's Lincolns will be the top goalie and steal more wins from games this year than he loses for us. Buy it. He's winning the Vesna. I've said it before. Little sneak peek into little sneak peek into the B&B's roundtable over here if you want to listen to that from this week. Game two is going to be his first shutout of the year against New York. I, I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. <laughs> Buy it. All right, Best Sarah. goalie in the NHL. Sarah, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to buy it as well, and I'm going to one-up Dave and say his first shutout is going to be tomorrow night, opening night. Um, look, he's done all the interviews and said he's changed. Now, granted, he didn't have he didn't have the best preseason, but I mean that's just a little it's just a little warm up. It's practice for him. Tomorrow he's going lights out. That's going to start day one. Well, your first mistake is believing anyone that says in an interview they've changed, as we found out this year. We'll move on to you, Boomer. Oh man, I'll just give it away. I ain't even selling it. Dude, this guy, the problem's not between the pipes, it's between the ears. The the guy talks a big game every year. We have the same freaking interview. I'm changed. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And he doesn't do anything different. The kid had eight weeks that were historic, and he ain't done crap since. Why is it going to be any different this year? Christian, your thoughts? Uh, sell it. I have a calendar reminder to go off on my phone, October of 2024, and it says, oh, Elvis should have another speech where he says he's going to be doing fantastic things again because it's happened for, what, third year in a row? Uh, granted, the, the, the last game has been, has been pretty decent. Um, he looked good the last game. Uh, I just do not have confidence in him. Again, I want him to do well. I really, really do. But he's not going to have more wins than losses this year. And Jason, your take on this: buy or sell, Elvis will be the top goalie for us. Um, I still think that no, sell it uh, because I th- I still think Daniil Tarasov will probably once he gets healthy, he's going to take it over. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to sit here and and I, can, I it's hard for me to say. You know, I mean, he came out and and said what he said, and I mean, what is it? What else is he supposed to say? So um, I'll just leave it at that. But I I I I, I Think he'll he won't be for the simple fact that he's going to get beat out because Tarasov is going to come back uh, pretty hot. You think Tarasov's ever going to be healthy? You should go ahead and be eliminated now. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. Number three, buy or sell, Sarah. We're going to start with you. Buy or sell, the Blue Jackets will make the playoffs this season. I am a hundred percent buying that, and I am going to quote a little boomer on this that we are winning the cup, baby. This year. That video never aired. <laughs> it's, it's out there. It's, 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 it's on camera. Boomer, is that one of those videos that you make and then you just wait for the right season to post it? Well, it was at the scrimmages when they had the open practice and they put a Channel 10 camera in front of me. And if you're going to put a camera in front of me, I'm going to say something stupid. <laughs> All right, and that was the same day. That was the same day as the Notre Dame game. So Ooh. clearly, the Blue Jackets got pushed aside because of the Ohio State Notre Dame uh, result. We will we will go over to you, Boomer, since you have have an opinion on this. Do you think that they will make the playoffs this season? Buy or sell? Sell? No, I. 
not the next year's the year. This is the year where all the pieces get put in place. This is where we oil the wheels so there's no squeaking. This is the year that sets us up for the future. I would love to say they'd be on the edge fighting for it, but I think we're still on the outside looking in this year. But next year, look out. All right, Boomer, interesting because your take is very similar to something I said on the Monday mailbag for Bob McElligot. I said that 24 That's 25, why you're a very smart man, James. I said 24-25 was our season, and that was before we got Johnny Gaudreau. That was going into the offseason before we signed him. So, Christian, we're going to kick it over to you. Buy or sell, the Blue Jackets make the playoffs this season. Sell. So, as much as it pains me to say it, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. It's not just about how many points we have. It's more about who in the Metro falls off. Uh, we'll probably have more points than Philadelphia, guaranteed more points to Philadelphia. Maybe Washington, we might beat them. Uh, I see us getting like 74 to 78 points, somewhere around that range, but I don't think we'd be making the playoffs this year, unfortunately. And, you know, it's I, I disagree there. Um, I think we'll make the playoffs. I think it'll be a wild card spot. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the Metro is going to Metro, which is what can potentially hold us out. Um, but yeah, I think we're in, but it'll be wild card. And I'm selling this too. It's going to be tough. Um, I, I believe I said there would be a 25 to 30 point increase in points from this year, just from being healthy. Uh, but that's still going to be about 20 points away. And you still have, um, you know, New York, New Jersey and Carolina who are basically the class of the division. Um, I think they are going to push Pittsburgh, though, for that fourth spot. I think Pittsburgh, as the year gets uh, gets you know older, uh, so will the Penguins, and they will fall back a little bit. But, um, yeah, I don't think we're making it. And let's make it clear for any fans out there that want to hate on everybody, we all want the Blue Jackets to make the playoffs just because we don't think that they will. So we're obviously all going to be cheering for that, but you got to sometimes be a little bit realistic. It is... Uh, very tough division, and that's a lot of points to gain. And history speaks for itself. It's very rare for a team to come from zero to hero in the NHL. So we go on to our last buy or sell topic. Jason, we're going to start things with you. Buy or sell, Line A will have a hat on during the blue carpet entrance. There's a lot of talk about his hair and him not liking his hair. So will he wear a hat? Absolutely, positively buy it. Uh, when I was at the media day a couple weeks ago, he walked in and somebody asked him to take off his hat for once. And he said, if you've seen what was under my hat, you would want me to put my hat back on. Um, I don't think he actually cuts his hair most of the time, honestly. I think he just lets it grow and grow and grow. And then uh, he just wears a hat to <laughs> to cover it up. So, um, yeah, please wear a hat, Patrick Lining. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I, I think I'm going to sell that. I ran the numbers. He only wears a hat about 25% of the time anyways. Chances are probably not going to wear a hat. He looks fantastic when he does, but I don't think he will. Yeah, well, did you run those numbers in Section 128? Because uh, they don't exist. Um, anyway, I'm going to buy that because it's Patrick Line. Not only is he going to wear a hat, it's going to match his car, and it's probably going to say Ferrari or something. It's going to cost a minimum of $4,000. Sarah. I'm going to buy that as well, and I'm actually going to say that it's going to be a green Louis Vuitton uh, beanie. That's what I'm going with. Definitely wearing a hat. I'm going to buy it because it's Patrick Laine, but listen, who cares? He's a hockey player. He thinks he's a model. 
All the pictures of him walking down the hallway to the locker room. He looked like Waldo from freaking Where's Waldo the other day when he was walking in with his glasses that probably don't even have real lenses in them. He has his hat that matches his car, like Boomer said. I mean, come on. He's a hockey hockey player. He thinks he's a freaking model. The blue blue carpet thing is his favorite thing of of the season because he gets to act like he's a freaking Victoria's Secret model. And he, I guarantee you, if you gave him the option, he would walk down that that carpet wearing nothing but a freaking Victoria's Secret swimsuit because he thinks he's a model. Yes, that, that man showed up to media day wearing a pair of slime green Air Force Ones. He can do no wrong, in my opinion. None. Okay, but, I'll go to the store, buy a pair of $50 shoes, spray paint them lime green. And David, then, David, sound, it sounds like you've just joined the no fun police. And you just don't want these players to have any fun. Patrick Line. This should be a fun fair, right? If he was a Wolverine, you'd change your opinion. No, because you don't (laughs) see Wolverines dressing like that. They'll walk in classy as hell, man. We'll we'll leave this subject uh, in the wind, but uh, classy and players on the Michigan hockey team right now are not two uh, words I would put together. So we will move on to heads up, and it does look like we have a rematch from the last episode. We say goodbye to Sarah, Dave, and Christian. They're going to be muting themselves here for a little bit. But we welcome our Heads Up Challenge, and it is between Boomer and Jason. Fire the cannon. Boomer and fire the cannon back at it again. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Let's rock. All right. Boomer, I heard last time that uh, Jason took it easy on you, so we'll see if he, he comes out swinging this time. He's got a lot of anger right now with the baseball in the background, so we'll, we'll see what happens. So our first heads up topic and Boomer, we will start with you. We're going to talk about Emil Bimstrom. Man, this guy has had a pretty good preseason. He looks like he's kind of back at it. And for whatever reason, the fans on Twitter X, whatever you want to call it, man, do they hate. They just don't want this guy to be on the team. It seems like the the majority. It's, It's kind of funny. So will the fans ever believe in Emil Bimstrom again? Yes, if he does in the regular season what he does in the preseason. But he doesn't, and he can't, so no. They're not going to believe it until they see it. We've watched this guy come in. He's supposed to have this magical one-timer that was going to replace Panarin when he left, and it never, ever happened. We've watched him do it in the preseason year after year after year. He can't do it in the regular season. He goes to Cleveland, looks like an absolute stud, gets his chance to come back down, and falls flat on his face again. We ran a Bimmer watch last year on BNB's roundtable. All he needed was 50 points, and I'd buy his damn jersey. He didn't get there. So Zach made the same bet this year for 52 because we know it's safe. Until he shows it, no one's going to believe it. Jason, your thoughts on this? Yeah, let me preface this by saying um, I don't know why anyone should have believed in him in the first place. Now, let me back it up. I'm I was not, drunk. I'm not an Emil Bemstrom hater by any means, but you would think that someone who was drafted first overall should have been, Should I mean, these fans should love him. Oh, wait, that's right. He was a fourth-round pick. What fourth-round picks succeed like that? What I don't know of any. I'd have to go back and check. I don't know many fourth-round picks that have a literal franchise on his shoulders like Emil Bemstrom does. This dude, gets, he catches hell from all angles, 
everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't understand the extreme hate. I know the hate. I get that. But I don't understand the extreme to where people are make, making burners in his name and stuff like that. I don't I don't understand that. So is because he ever we is he ever going to come back? Will he get to the point the fans truly believe in him? Uh, well, I, th- I do think he's going to go back to Cleveland. He's going to rip it up and then come back, and then we'll see what happens. But, I mean, he, he's – I don't know. He did well in the preseason, so we'll see. He did well – um, he did well um, uh, Brad Larson's first season uh, when they kind of turned him loose a little bit. So last year they all got held back. So this year I'm hoping they just turn him loose and we'll see what happens. The all perfect right. term for Bemstrom is – take a baseball analogy. He's a 4A player. He's too good for the minors, but he ain't good enough for the pros. All right, we're going to give round one to Jason. I did like that analogy right there at the end, Boomer. But round one goes to Jason. So we go straight in to question number two. The Jackets made a big signing this morning. We all woke up to it. One year, I believe it's $1.1 million or somewhere around there. Justin Danforth. Uh, Jason, you go first this time. Was this money well spent? Yeah, absolutely. I, I when he when he went down last year with the shoulder injury, um, he had scored a couple goals already, and he was doing. I mean, you could just tell he was just playing out of his mind, and he was going to have a really good year. Uh, that injury sucked, so I think this was kind of uh, you know, hey, uh, we know you went down last year, and and let's give you another year and um, see how it goes. If you've ever listened to his story, the the Justin Danforth um, NHL story. I mean, you'll, you'll be blown away by this guy, and you cannot hate on Justin Danforth at all. Some people call him a role player. Okay, that's fine. But he does have scoring, scoring touch, and um, I, I love the guy. And we'll see uh, Boomer. I'd love to take devil's advocate on this, but I can't because I am the bus driver of the Justin Danforth fan bus. I love Danforth. Danforth is literally a Swiss Army knife. This kid can play center at any line, left wing at any line, right wing at any line. He has the tools to play anywhere all the time and when he went down the that spark plug was just gone like you felt it that night and no one stepped up to fill that role the entire season and little known fact he's one of one pro player that's played on three ohio professional teams because he was a cincinnati cyclone and a cleveland monster and a columbus blue jacket all right round two goes to boomer this brings us to our tiebreaker we will start with you boomer round number three Coach Vincent, already making waves. At first, a lot of people were starting to like him. The Babcock thing, everyone's moving on. And then, lo and behold, he makes his first decision as a head coach. It looks like Kent Johnson will be sitting out to start the season. Uh, players like Liam Fowdy are probably, probably going to be in there. What, uh, what do you think, Boomer? Is Coach Vincent ruining Kent Johnson by sitting him to start the season? Absolutely not. Coach Vincent's sending him a message. They wanted this kid to be a little bit stronger and a little bit tougher in the preseason, and he was shying away from hits and afraid to go out there and be a man. If you want to play a man's game, grow into the role, play the role. You can't play scared. Once you lace the skates up, it's big boy hockey. So do the little things like these other people did. You'll be right back in there. If the message is received, we're going to see a great Kent Johnson. If the message isn't received, maybe we keep Jack Rosselbeck. And Jason, what do you think? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, one thing that Vincent is uh, known for is holding players accountable. And um, he keeps saying, you know, we're going to play fast. We're, 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 we're coming out of the zone fast. We're going to play fast. Well, from what I understand, Ken Johnson's not keeping up. So 
one way to, I guess, get that through his head is that, hey, you know, if you're not going to keep up and play the way that we need you to play, I don't care if you're a fifth overall pick or not. You're going to you're going to sit up in a press box and watch a game or two with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so actually not. <laughs> it's not hurting him at all. Uh, if anything, it's going to make him better. I don't expect him to sit more than one or one or two games. Um, and then probably Monday against Detroit, he'll be in and, and he'll be playing his game. But stunting his growth. Absolutely not. I know Vincent's catching a lot of hell on Twitter today for it, but absolutely not. He's I, I mean, if he feels he's doing the right thing, he's doing the right thing. And uh, Larson didn't hold anybody accountable, right? We went from Tortorella to Larson and now Vincent. And I think Vincent's more on that uh, Tortorella, you know, less vocal Tortorella um, train about holding guys accountable. So, no, Ken Johnson will be fine. He'll he'll be better for it. All right, round three. I'm actually impressed Pascal Vincent had the balls to do it. That shows you that he is the guy to fill this role because mm-hmm. most guys would have been too afraid to sit a number five pick down yeah that's a very good point but we're gonna give round number three to jason so that makes jason our big winner today jason congratulations fire the cannon don't forget you can follow him on twitter fire the cannon and he is a writer for the hockey news so jason you know what that means that is going to give you an opportunity to give your full rant so go ahead you've got one minute to rant about anything you would like to I hate construction. We named a sports team after construction, Columbus Crew. We had guys on hard hats as the mascots. I hate construction. No matter where you go in the city of Columbus right now, downtown, up north, out east, out west, down south, it's constant construction. Can we please stop? Can we please be over it? I'm tired of getting flat tires. I'm tired of running over freaking nails. Can we be done? Please, can we be done? Please, that's all I ask, and I'm done. I don't, I don't think it'll ever be done, but we're going <laughs> to kick it over. We're going to say uh, goodbye to you guys. I'm going to introduce the panel one more time, let them go around the room here and introduce and let them know what else, let you know what else they've got going on and where you can find them. We will start with you, Dave. What's going on? Uh, a Fetzer at the scoreboard guy, S-C-R-B-R-D, no matter how any of you other um, a-holes want to say it. Um, make sure to check out along with uh, Around the Fifth Line. Make sure to check out Into the Stands. It's a podcast that I've got going. Uh, talk to really cool people about how they got to be where they are. Latest two episodes, Blue Jackets related. We had the one and only Mike Todd and the PA announcer for the Jackets, um, Greg Murray have a lot of other PA announcers on there as well as the new PA announcer for Ohio state football. So go check it out anywhere. Podcasts are found. Yeah, guys, if you, if you are still watching this episode here, I highly, highly recommend that podcast. It's a little bit unique and you get a little bit of inside behind and for further, when you introduce the PA announcer, it would be referred to as the Ohio state university. Sarah, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Sarah four underscores Kent. K-E-N-T. Um, if this, yes, that's four. Um, if this uh, podcast gets released tonight, I, you guys will be at our bar all day tomorrow. So feel free to come out, introduce yourself, say hello, have a drink with us. Uh, can't wait. 24 hours. Christian, where can people find you if they're interested in hearing more of your hot takes? 
Twitter, CJ Watkins, 1995. This is Finn. Jake is over there. I'm sure he'll be in the next video. Uh, thanks for watching. Shout out to everybody in Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. And Jason, what about you? Of course. Uh, obviously I'm at, uh, fire the cannon F one R E the cannon on Twitter. Obviously you can catch me at the, uh, com slash Columbus, uh, the hockey news. Make sure you go to hockey news and check everybody out for all the different teams that you want to uh, hear about. Um, this crew is, is really, really awesome. They do really good jobs. And, um, if you have a minute, I, I have some news if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, go James. ahead. All right, so if this this gets released Ooh. tomorrow, and I'm hoping it gets released tomorrow after 10 a.m. Um, Guess it is now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have the fortunate uh, pleasure uh, of tomorrow afternoon, I will be interviewing Ric Flair. Uh, he... Woo! <laughs> God, I hate this so much. Um, anyway, he will be in town. And I will be, uh, I'll have to leave the party tomorrow and go talk to him. Uh, but the Blue Jackets, and this is breaking news because the Blue Jackets haven't even released it yet. Uh, they are actually partnering with um, an energy drink called Woo, uh, which is Woo. his energy drink. Woo. And uh, it's, they're going to be the official energy drink of the Columbus Blue Jackets. So uh, if you've been paying attention every day, they've been releasing something. Like today, they released their official tequila and they have their official, you know, pop or whatever but uh woo energy drink is going to be the official energy drink of the blue jackets and i have the uh the pleasure of talking to rick flair tomorrow so hey that's should awesome. be pretty cool yeah it should be pretty awesome yeah i just want to awesome. know if, i just want to know if he's excited that every stadium and sporting event around the world when their team starts doing bad everyone just starts wooing in the crowd if he's if he's happy about that yeah you can go to the website and question. read the story you can go to the website and read the story but it, it's it basically talks about how it's a cultural phenomenon now so nice. uh, and how sports just kind of took it over all right last but not least our special guest for the last couple episodes and i'm sure this will not be the last time that he joins us on this on this show boomer where can people find you i am at little boomer cbj on twitter you can also follow the bnb roundtable podcast at BNB underscore roundtable. Uh, we put out a weekly podcast for fans by fans with a rotating panel of idiots. Uh, literally the same conversations that you're having at the bar or you're having over the phone or you're having at family events. We do it on a bigger scale. We send out Twitter questions. You can be part of the show. Um, check it out. Like, subscribe, we're follow. We're available ugly. on YouTube now. Yeah. And as ugly as we are, we're on YouTube now at BNB's roundtable. So Give it a look, check it out, and uh, if I'm ever missing, just check the R bar. I'm usually on the patio. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining in tonight's episode. We hope the Jackets have a great season. We hope you guys have a great season. Enjoy the blue carpet. Enjoy opening night. Don't forget, comment on this video for your chance to win two tickets and two of those Star Wars jerseys. Thank you guys so much. We will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Woo! Go Jackets! Woo! Go Jackets! Go Jackets. <laughs>